said breakfast music culture lively and critical discussions on SAFM and of course, introducing our guest this morning, Tobekam Tetwa, uh, that's KZN coordinator for the South African National Council for the Blind. Good morning and welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Morning, Bertha. Thank you for having me on the show. And thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I think let me just get my music out of the way. We played, uh, you know, uh, Corinne Bay, uh, Bailey Ray, put your records on Zama Jobe, uh, Noctula earlier on. But um, chatting to you this morning, I mean, this is something that is, it actually caught my eye. And also we do have uh, Louis Nzimande, National um, Executive Director, the South African National Council for the Blind, also chatting to us. And... I, my producer was just having a conversation with me just before the show and telling me a bit about your story. And I thought, you know what, maybe we could just quickly share that story so that, you know what, it really puts everything into context. Uh, okay, so I'll just try to top, top here and there to make it perfect. So obviously I was not born blind. I'm my sight um, almost four years ago now. Um, and obviously my sight loss was avoidable. But at the time, um, I did not know of organizations like the SANCB or basically like everyone in South Africa did not know like proper eye health. So I lost my sight, in a, but it could have been avoided. So I had a condition called raised intracranial pressure where you have excess spinal fluid. And in, in my case, it then moved on to my brain, atrophying, which means shrinking my my optic nerves. So, full circle today, that's the reason I work with the National Council for the Blind because they are an organization that is also targeting or works in prevention of blindness. So, I'd also want to work to, to allow us to prevent becoming blind. Mm. I also have uh, Louis Nzimande online, National Executive Director uh, of the South African National Council for the Blind. Good morning and welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Louis, good morning. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, now I can hear you loud and clear. Now, we're talking about, you know, losing sight, and it's something that has become so prevalent. I have noticed quite a lot of people have actually been struggling. And sometimes it just starts off where you're just blurry before you know it. Maybe your sight is in one eye. Before you know it, it's just a challenge um, to see. What really, what, what has been um, the cause of what we're going through at the moment? Um, it's many factors uh, in terms of, uh, you know, conditions, uh, eye conditions. And uh, obviously, I'm not talking from a medical point of view, but a general uh, a, a point of view of what we're observing doing the work as the South African National Council uh, in the space of uh, eye care and uh, providing those services, um, particularly on uh, cataracts operation, and the main thing, you know, we we normally when we grow, you know, I'm also a blind person, uh, by the way, brother. And um, when I was growing up, uh, when I was born, I kept seeing as a child something, some something moving in, in, on my eye, maybe from the from the left to the right, in in in, in the eye. But like like I, I, nobody would worry about it because I can still see. 
right? So, but in essence, that's where it starts, you know, early, early detection for, and, and, uh, and a, a need for, 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 uh, for in-time, in-time treatment. And that's what happened with my case because I was born in that rural area, you know, uh, next to Underbeck, Drakensbeck, and playing as a, as a normal child. But this thing was going on in my eyes, you know. And at a, at a time when they wanted to treat it, uh, it was it was late. I went into theater with the residual fight, and uh, at five years, six years, I, I didn't survive the operation because that was already late for that treatment, for that intervention. So it starts there observing your eyes, love your eyes, because it's a dominant feature uh, of, of our senses. And in and, and, and general, because they, they don't normally pain, and when, when they pain, you, you, you just uh, use a, a dirty hand or, or wipe, wipe, wipe them off or just go to a pharmacy or a shop and just ask for some, uh, some eye, eye drops and things like that. And, and, and that's not the right way. The right way is to really um, focus on diet, focus on, on, um, on, on, on preserving. Don't watch, it. I mean, watch TV too much or, you know, overuse of eyes, general overuse of your eyes, strain them. You feel them when they strain, but you ignore. Mm. Now, that, now, uh, conditions are, are, I mean, um, the lead ones is the, the, the refraction, distance, um, uh, uh, distance vision impairment, and where you you don't see uh, that far, and and the, you don't feel anything, but you just accept it that you don't see far, you, and and that a, a pair of of uh, spectacles is uh, right right spectacles, of course. Uh, can assist to stop that. And that refraction, you live with it until, I mean, you, you, you start to age and nobody knows what's happening, why you, you just seen that limited vision, that distance that you see. So that's, that's one of the biggest conditions that we ignore because they, they bring nothing. We just play. They're still useful. You still use your eyes. The, the, the second one then is cataracts, which is then uh, more, um, uh, into the ages, uh, you know, as uh, adults in the 50s, uh, where you know, uh, then you uh, the, you start to have this uh, this cover in your eye that uh, is is blurring the vision. Now, for children as well, there is what uh, there are conditions of children that are, are uh, that are also um, cataracts. So, uh, and then uh, diabetes, diabetes. Uh, retinopathy, diabetic retinopathy is a, is a lead one. We, we ignore. We, they tell us, you know, now you have diabetes, please treat yourself, uh, change your lifestyle, eat better. But, uh, you know, because they, at the time when you start being diagnosed with diabetes, you don't feel anything about the eyes. And, um, and therefore, you know, as as the, the I mean, diabetes progresses and different stages, and the eyes get affected. Mm. Then you have uh, glaucoma, and then uh, you know uh, is one of the of the diseases as well. 
And uh, the, 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 the third or the fifth one is the, those that are related to now aging, which are uh, your immacular uh, de- uh, de- um, degeneration. Mm. And all of these, they come with trauma, they come with social, personal, economical impact to the families and households. Yeah. Well, the vision, you know, of the South African National Council for the Blind uh, is basically to facilitate a network of organizations that collaborate towards, you know, the prevention of blindness, securing the full participation, inclusion um, of uh, blind and partially sighted people in all aspects of diverse uh, South African society. And I see that, um, you know, there is uh, the 2030 insight ending uh, avoidable sight loss. Um, maybe if uh, I could come back to you, Tobeka, would you like to elaborate on that maybe if, if you can? I, I will. I'll just be brief and allow the mother to continue. Um, the British sector is a sector that's not in the business of recruiting. Um, obviously, we would want lesser people to acquire disabilities. Hence, um, in the case of the SNCB, the formation of the Bureau for the Prevention of Blindness. So, in this, the work of the Bureau um, currently is we travel around the country performing life changing cataract surgeries in partnership with um, the Department of Health. So, our team and Bureau partner with doctors, and registrars, um, ophthalmologists to perform life-changing cataract surgeries for persons because we know that a large part of the, of the population is reliant on public health care. And we know the backlogs that um, that exist. So by us partnering and bringing on our knowledge and skills, um, we, are, we have in um, decreasing the backlog for persons in rural communities who need um, surgery. So in... In terms of us reaching our 2030 goal, and we've worked, we've made main strides um, in that regard, but also like other organizations and big corporates, we are not spared um, from what the going is on in, our, in the globe at the moment, because we see the 2008 um, creative crunch, and then now recently the COVID um, pandemic, I think it also had its impact because we rely as an NPO solely on um, grants and um, funding from corporates and other entities of the But yeah, I think as the council, we've done a lot in this field. And yeah, you can hear the rest to listen to Monday. Yes. And um, in terms of, let's say, for instance, when the drive has, uh, you know, if has, has been rolled out, where do people go? Who do they talk to? How do you find all this information um, if you would like to be more informed? What do we so do? My... Oh, sorry. May I continue? May I continue? Yes, yeah. Mr. Nzimande, talk to me. Yes. What, what we do, Bretha, is um, we work with the Department of Health, Provincial Departments uh, of Health, and um, they they screen. I mean, patients they come in, and the, one of our advocacy thing is that uh, eye care should be primary health care, should be part of primary health care. That it, at the clinic level, you pick uh, the the eye conditions uh, from patients as they come. That we want full screening. If if you if you go out run campaigns of anything. Your, your caregivers should be able to then add eyes as well. It's, it's important. Then you pick up 
all the conditions of eye. So we work with the Department of Health, both nationally and uh, and, and and provincial, and we use their um, um, their facilities, the hospitals, uh, uh, as it were, because we are an NGO. We don't own uh, uh, healthcare facilities ourselves. So we bring the service to to the people. And what happens, there are dedicated eye care uh, program managers in the Department of, he- uh, Department of Health in the provinces and, and or ophthalmic nurses uh, that are employed by the department and um, in, in, in each province uh, and then um, in the districts, as, as it were. And uh, patients go there and complain and, you know, about my eyesight and this and that, and they are put on the list, and uh, that list uh, is then uh, communicated with us through the partnerships that we have with the department, and uh, we set up dates uh, for the the tours. We call them tours because we do blitz, outreach blitz. So we, for instance, we will be in the Eastern Cape uh, from the 7th uh, in, uh, in, in Frontier. It's at Queenstown for at least 200 cataracts, and we will be in, in uh, Matsigana Hospital in Hartford Resort District for another 200 cataracts from the 14th of March. So already the list uh, of patients that need atten- uh, atten- uh, to be attended and attention or, f- or for screening and therefore recommended for cataract operation is already compiled by the government uh, officials, as I outlined, the uh, ophthalmic nurses uh, seeing patients and uh, and then uh, program managers putting schedules mm. uh, that we follow then to go and uh, and, 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 and operate. As um, Tobega has said, we're using a voluntary service of, uh, of, of ophthalmologists and, um, and we have a team of nurses, uh, of about eight nurses, that are employed in the bureau that uh, does all the nursing services when we do uh, operate and when we do have a, a tour uh, to patients. An example, um, uh, brother, in the Eastern Cape, just for now, we have a bedlock of 10,000. Our capacity for the year is only, uh, you know, about about estimated 5,000. Now already. What happens? The, 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 the diseases, uh, uh, eye diseases, uh, uh, progresses, progress, and, um, and and you are on the on the on the backlog list. Yeah. The, the backlog list is is growing. So, meeting and what happened and the intervention of the WHO uh, World Assembly in um, the 73rd in 2020, uh, it tried to set targets for government. Because we, we normally talk about H- NHI and universal access, but IK is at the back uh, uh, back of the queue. Yeah. Because normally we take what we feel, we feel the pain now, the diseases that makes us feel and, and catastrophic and, and all of that. But it's in, the eyes are important because they disrupt livelihoods. Yeah, I suppose we have to leave it at this point. 
Um, it, it is great that, you know, a program is being rolled out and especially for those that cannot afford. And uh, I would like to, you know, take this opportunity to thank you for joining us right here on Jet Set Breakfast. That's uh, Louis Sinzimande, National Executive Director, uh, the South African National Council for the Blind, as well as Tobe Kamtetwa, uh, KZN Coordinator for the South African National Council for the Blind. Thank you so much for making time this morning and um, have a great Sunday.